Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Dragon Quest FM, where we talk about and obsess over Dragon Quest. My name is Austin. And I am Austin. He's BJ. He's an imposter. <laughs> I am. I'm a doppelganger. He's an Austin poster. Um, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Austin. Austin poster. That's what yep. that's what you'd be called if you were a boss in an RPG. It would be. I would be I would absolutely be the Austin poster. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so this week uh, we've been we're discussing uh, how we've been handling this whole quarantine situation. Uh, when we recorded our episode with Ryan last week, it was kind of like all the stuff with coronavirus and like self quarantining and stuff like that was pretty fresh. Still, yeah, it had only been a few days, and we were talking about Dragon Quest Ten and hanging out with Ryan a bunch. So we didn't really get into it, but now it's been like a week and a half since then, and so uh, the two of us. Uh, have been at home a bunch. Well, BJ works from home all the time anyway. Right. But then, but he hasn't been going out for like social occasions. No, and it makes me sad. Like it's killing me a little bit. It's killing me a little bit inside. Like I don't have a whole lot of friends here that are like super local, but it's like I couldn't go to board game night because we'll die. And I'm like, oh, that sucks. And and I'm antisocial, so I'm like thriving during this time. I'm like, what? I don't have to leave my house and no one can come to me? Like, <laughs> is this heaven? <laughs> and I'm like, I just want to go sit in a restaurant. Like, that's one of those things. Like, Jennifer and I like going and sitting in a restaurant for a while and just, like, change the scenery, go out and just be the two of us. Like, even if it's something like Panera Bread. And we can't do that now. And I'm just like, I just, I just need to put on pants, y'all. I work from home generally five days out of the week. Right. And, you know, then I usually work like events and stuff on, on weekends. But for the most part, I work from home, too. And I always put on clothes and stuff. I mean, I always get dressed. Oh, man, not me. Even though I don't ever leave the house. And, and you know, I mean, we we live in Florida. We're fortunate enough to live down here. So it's like the weather's nice. Right. So we, we've been like out in the pool and playing in the backyard like pretty much every day since it started in the afternoons with our kids. So So it hasn't been too bad. But, you know, I don't really like going anywhere. If I have to get if, sitting down at a restaurant, you know, going anywhere outside of my house, I was like, oh, really, do I have to? And so uh, I'm not I, I, I'm sad that people are getting sick. I'm sad that people are dying. I'm sad of the economic situation and everything like that. But just in terms of having to actually sit here um, and stay at home, I'm like, that's really cool. Everybody has to stay at least six feet away from me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm all good <laughs> and i'm like i want a hug <laughs> yeah so anyway so bj and i have approached this quarantine situation very differently in case you guys haven't uh, <laughs> noticed uh but we we still have been playing games and and i do i do most of my socializing through like online games like you and i've been playing final fantasy 14 yep. um together online you know, I talk to people on like Twitter and, you know, more recently on like Patreon and stuff like that. Like I, I talk to people 
like online and stuff pretty much all the time. But I, I don't know. I just don't like leaving my house. (laughs) (laughs) And I just want to, I just, I've gone to the grocery store a few times, like needing stuff. So that's how I've gotten out of the house. And it's like, I just, I just need to get out of everyone. So I'm going to have to do something today. I know I am. I'm tempted to honestly break quarantine and go to the grocery store, but go to the bigger Walmart for the grocery store. And uh, I'm tempted to buy Animal Crossing uh, there just to try it. And that way I could sell it on uh, eBay or something if I don't like it. Or send it to me. <laughs> or send it to you. Um, I'm, I'm just like, so there's an episode of The Office where Stanley is talking about his dream is he would like to live in a decommissioned lighthouse so that it's hard for people to get to him. And no one knows he lives there. And if anyone does know he lives there, his lighthouse turns into a rocket ship that blasts him in, into outer space. I remember that. And every time uh, my wife and I rewatch The Office and it gets to that part, I'm like, I want that. I want a <laughs> lighthouse that, that blasts off into outer space if anybody knocks at my door. That would that would be your heaven. <laughs> But we've also, we've been doing uh, Dragon Quest stuff. So I've been talking about a lot over on the Daily Quarantine cast uh, that I've been doing on our Patreon page about just day-to-day stuff, like playing indie yeah. games, playing, you know, Final Fantasy fourteen with you, that kind of stuff. But uh, I haven't talked about Dragon Quest a whole lot on there. You know, I've done a couple of episodes on it because, uh, you know, I'm saving all my good Dragon Quest talk uh, for, for this. So Dragon Quest of the Stars, we've, right. we've done some episodes on that we've been talking about it it's this ongoing thing uh just got a latest update uh you've played dragon quest of the stars way more than i have because i'm not super big into mobile games right um so uh you want to tell it people about dragon quest of the stars i kind of got burned out on it over the last week or so like they did the what's it called um a slime army draws near, golem army draws near, a demon army draws near, something like that, the monster armies. And I did all of those, and I actually did a lot of them on repeat, trying to get the crafting materials to get my uh, slime outfits, my uh, like imp shield, uh, the uh, uh, golem outfit and everything. And like I got all of that stuff. And then as I tried to do the rest of it, do my multiplayer stuff, I just couldn't bring myself to sit there and even put it on auto to worry about like clicking through. I was like, I don't actually care about this right now. So I kind of just stopped. I've logged in except for yesterday. Uh, I've logged in every day just to get my free, to get my free chest that I use uh, to get the items. But I've been disappointed in those because I've gotten like three star stuff out of it. Like almost every time lately. And I'm like, I feel like you, I'm like, if you're not going to give me cool stuff, I'm not even going to log in. And uh, so I haven't logged in to try any of the Zoma fight. Uh, the new casino apparently is neat. Um, I see, saw some people in the Dragon Questers Facebook group who uh, hit the jackpot twice uh, yesterday. Wow. And so it's just neat stuff. Uh, I just have not partaken in it because I kind of hit like you are. It's like, why am I doing this? Like, I don't really want to do this. And I think part of it was that the classes felt the same. That no matter what I did, no matter which ones I leveled up, they all pretty much felt the same as I was playing through them, and that made me sad. Yeah, I gotcha. I just don't. I don't like mobile games too much. And Dragon Quest of the Stars, I can I recognize as it being a good mobile game. It's just without me being really drawn into the story, or there being something to like keep me playing it. Right. Like I, I just I'm not the kind of person that logs in every day just to get a chest. 
Right. So it's like, if I'm going to log in, it's because I'm going to play it. And honestly, the big reason I don't log in every day to get the chest is because I don't want the 47 pop-ups at the very beginning. They're so annoying. They happen every single day. And I just don't want to, like, like I would log into that game way more often if I knew I didn't have to click out of all of those. I think it was um, Liam uh, from the Slime Time podcast who said it was like visiting a website in like 1998. <laughs> Kinda is. Because there's just all these pop-ups that like, that like assault you as soon as you like go on, you know? Yeah. And, and I, I thought that was a good way of putting it because it does kind of feel like, you know, one of those old websites you would visit where you would get like a million pop-ups all at once before you could actually get to like whatever article or whatever the, the thing was, you know, on the website. Yeah. And so honestly, that's, that's why I don't log in every day is because, I guess maybe it's just laziness. Maybe I'm just too lazy to click out of those. Like, I think it's, I said 47, but it's like what, six or eight. It's a lot. Yeah. It's it, a lot to have to click out of. And you like, because you have the, the advertisements for all the new notices and stuff. And it's like, you have to don't tell me again today and mm-hmm. you have to click that and then, okay. And then you have all the login bonuses. So it's uh yeah, it's a lot. It's probably, eight to 15 like taps to do it and you have to wait on them to load. It's very obnoxious. Yeah. So for me, that's kind of, that's kind of why I haven't logged back in. I really have enjoyed people, people who are still playing it and who are are still enjoying it. Like I've enjoyed seeing them post things like on Twitter and other places. Yeah, for sure. Like I like seeing the new gear that people get. I have terrible luck, so I know I'm not going to get any of that gear. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But um, but, you know, I like seeing the gear that people post and the different things that have come up with the new events and uh, like, and, you know, the, the Dragon's Den uh, Twitter account, you know, is posting like screenshots and different things with all the new updates yep. uh, yesterday, yesterday, anyway. Whatever, yeah, I like seeing out. all the stuff from people. I just don't have the patience right now to get it. So, so I have still been playing Dragon Quest Ten, Right since you know we talked about last week still been playing that i think you haven't played it much at all since then right you got kind of turned off by the japanese i that kind of and uh i got taken in by final fantasy 14 honestly whenever i was doing something like that and i was going to log in i it turned out to be 14 yeah because it's not in japanese (laughs) yeah there is that um, yeah, I, I knew I knew in last week's episode you were talking about how you were kind of getting turned off by it being in another language and discouraged right. by that. I can't remember where I was in Dragon Quest X last week. I think I had, uh, I know I had made it through the Weddy, the first Weddy story and gotten that key emblem. And I'd gotten, gone through the Ogre stuff and gotten that key emblem. Yeah. And I want to say, I think I even talked about with Ryan about the, the little girl, Fura, I think is like how her name is translated. I don't know. Uh, we're, I'm going with Fura with like two U's. Okay. Um, and her her like deer army. I think mm-hmm. I, I mentioned that. So uh, so I think uh, I think I didn't actually have the key emblem from there yet, but I got the key emblem from Fura uh, from the little fairy elf uh, you know tribe, and then right. uh, I went to the dwarf uh, the dwarf island because I wanted after talking with you know after we talked with Ryan that day. And yeah. talking about mounts, I was like, all right, I'm going to get this mount. Yeah. It's called the dollar board uh, <laughs> that you fly around on. And it's, oh my gosh, it's so great. It's like Quest 199, I think. And uh, unlocked that. I've had a lot of fun, you know, flying around on the dollar board and stuff. It's been pretty yeah. handy. 
Uh, it's, it's a pretty short quest. It's like you go up, you talk to an NPC, you get the quest, you go out into the wilderness. It's not very far away. You pick up an item, you bring it back to them. That's it. You bring it back. They give you a dollar board and then you can drive it around. And the fuel, the right. fuel lasts for 30 minutes. Hmm. Um, and then you have to buy more fuel and it's like 500 gold. And, oh. and, and right now I have plenty of gold. Like I don't really, I'm not getting like a huge amounts of like armor upgrades or anything uh, too fast. So I've been like, yeah. so it's pretty easy to just spend 500 gold. Like I think I have, I think I have about 10, the fuel of uh, fuel Okay. right now. So that's been pretty cool. I, I'm a little sad that you can't use it inside of the cities because you can use it in dungeons. Kind of like Ryan mentioned last right. week. You can you can fly it around in dungeons, but you can't do it in the city. So now every time I get back to a city, I'm like, man, why am I walking so yeah. slow? That's one thing Square Enix does is that you can't ride mounts in cities in Final Fantasy 14 either. I'm not sure about Final Fantasy 11, but it's uh, I wouldn't doubt that either. Yeah, yeah, that is weird. I guess. I mean, it makes the cities feel a lot more lively because in MMOs where you can ride mounts, it gets really annoying in a lot of the major cities where you are. Like World of Warcraft, like it becomes a mount parade where people are just showing off their their most their rarest mounts, and uh, it gets pretty annoying with them like blocking mailboxes and things like that. I, I never really played WoW, so I'm I'm gonna take your word for it today. <laughs> But I really, uh, I've had a good time with that dollar board. I'm glad I, I did that. I don't do all the side quests, uh, mostly because of, you know, the, the language barrier and things like that. I'm just like uh, sometimes confused about what to do. And uh, I know several people, Ryan included, have been nice enough to send me guides. And, and I've consulted those guides when I need to. Right. But it's really hard. I've never been one of those people... I don't like playing games with like a guy just in front of me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yep. Even as a kid, I would buy up strategy guides for video games I liked. And, you know, I, I have a bunch of strategy guides for Dragon Quest games, but it's because I like those things. I like look at the pictures and things like that, but I don't, I don't necessarily use them as guides. And I'm not like, I'm not somebody that's like, oh, I will never look this up. Like, you know, yeah. but like, you know, I'll Google something if I need to, if I get stuck. Um, like, it's not like a pride thing. It's just that, like, I don't, it feels too much like work if I'm playing a game and I have a guide in my lap and I'm having to, like, I read a paragraph about how to solve this puzzle and then I do it and I read the next paragraph on yep. where to go next. I just, I don't know, I, I don't have fun that way. And so, so it's been really nice to everyone that sent different uh, guides to me and I have used them, but because I don't want to just sit there with a guide out all the time, a lot of times if it's something, if it's a quest I know, like doesn't give me anything that I just really want, you know, like a mount. <laughs> right. Then I'll be like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll skip this for now. I'm not going to worry about it. Like I'd right. rather just play through the story. So I have, I've done a few, you know, side quests on there. More than anything though, I just, I've really enjoyed, I've enjoyed, I'm enjoying the story and the characters, like the story characters and worlds of Dragon Quest X. Those are the reasons I'm glad I'm playing it. Uh, before we get into talking about all the character story, more Dragon Quest X stuff in general, it's that time of the show that we like to call Shameless Self-Promotion. We so shameless! So, we have a Patreon page. We do. You can go to patreon.com slash dragonquestfm and you can support us. So You can get stickers, you can tell us what to talk about, you can uh, become Erdrich's long-lost cousin on our Discord server. 
Uh, you can do all sorts of stuff like that. Every month we have a giveaway of a $10 gift card uh, to an eShop of your choice on uh, whether Microsoft, PlayStation, Switch, whatever it is. Any of our patrons are eligible for that. Uh, and if you're $10 or over, you get an extra entry. And we uh, also have some other cool stuff going on that Austin will tell you about. Yeah, so since uh, all the stuff happened, you know, coronavirus, self-quarantining, that kind of stuff, uh, I actually started doing something that I called the Daily Quarantine Cast, because it's like DQ Cast, so it's kind of still related to Dragon Quest. Um, and it's from our Dragon Quest FM Patreon page. Uh, you don't have to be a patron to listen to some of the episodes. You have to be a patron to listen to all the episodes. Uh, we do have quite a few episodes that are public. So if you're spending a lot of time at home and just want to check that out, you can. And if you want to support us, then you can support our podcast, which we're very grateful for, but also listen to all the episodes. Uh, we've talked about various things on there. Uh, BJ and I talked about Final Fantasy XIV the other day. Uh, we recorded an episode earlier where he was talking about uh, all the stuff he's been playing since the quarantine happened that wasn't Dragon Quest. Uh, I got my daughter on to talk about... Uh, pl- playing Dragon Quest with your kids. <laughs> it's a pretty short episode because she's not even four yet. She's almost four. So she was kind of getting, uh, like, l- losing attention there. But she sat in my lap and talked about Dragon Quest. It's super cute. If you haven't listened to it, highly recommend it because she's cute. I talked about indie games I was into and looking forward to. Talked about Star Wars novels. You know, talking about just everything. Each episode is five to ten minutes, and we've I've been putting something out on there every single day. So if you're starving for content during this time because you're bored, you're having to stay at home, you need something to keep yourself entertained, uh, then by all means, head over that way uh, and and check that stuff out. Uh, We also know people maybe are looking for extra stuff to do during this time, right? Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what everyone is doing at this point, just trying to find entertainment that can keep them entertained. Yeah, so uh, I just wanted to give a shout out really quickly to Dan over at Game Apartment 1C and his whole crew. Uh, you guys have maybe listened to the episode uh, that Dan was on. They are playing uh, Fox Xanadu tonight because today's Friday now. We're recording this early, but technically it's Friday now. So for uh, Friday night, uh, they're playing that on the NES. Uh, there's no guest plan for that night, but uh, they start at 9 p.m. Eastern time. And you can find that on twitch.tv slash ga one C, uh, and you know it's kind of a, an homage to Game Center CX. Uh, so if you like retro games, check it out. Uh, Fox Xanadu, uh, did you ever play that? I did. I don't remember a lot about it, but I remember playing it and renting it multiple times. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now back to the episode. So Dragon Quest X, I think we were talking about uh, world characters, how that's kind of really the draw here, at least for me. I think Dragon Quest X has some of the best character designs of any Dragon Quest game. They look so cool. Like, pretty much everything in X looks so cool. Uh, and I know it's partly because of it coming after Nine, and they had really cool models and that I loved so much. And this really does feel like Nine Two. To me, like 10 is definitely a follow up to it. 
and the character designs in that one are just so great. Yeah, and I guess I guess for me, I think it was was it on the episode that we were talking about what our wish list for like Dragon Quest twelve. But I said, I wish there'd be like other races where it's like, yeah, races are kind of getting along inside this world because you don't see that very much in Dragon Quest games. Mm-mm. Not at all. Like usually it's like some monsters are OK. They're not totally evil. Yeah. And so I think I really appreciate that about this one is because you have the five tribes, but then you also have things like, you know, that like the uh, what's his name? Ribo, maybe. I can't remember. But anyway, you know, the cat looks like a pirate. You have to fight him in the wedding oh, storyline. Yeah. yeah. Him, you know, you, you have these characters like that that aren't necessarily members of, like, the five tribes, but that are, like, humanoid uh, races, you know, that you can interact yeah. with in this game. And so uh, I really like that. And there's there's some other ones I really like. There's a guy uh, actually over in the Ogre City. Uh, I don't know if you met him or not because, you know, since I was a weddy, I missed out on the beginning parts of the right. Ogre stuff. Only Ogre storyline I had to play was, like, once you get to the, the main city there. Um, but Sage Eldos, the old guy, he's not an ogre. He's a, he's a little human guy with like a with like a straw hat and a pipe. Right? Did you meet him? I don't think so. Not yet. Maybe I did. I don't. I don't recall. Okay. I, I thought me. I wasn't sure if like he shows up or not. But I really I really like his model because he looks like Gandalf. If okay. Gandalf were like three feet tall. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. That's odd if gandalf were three feet tall and designed by akira toriyama (laughs) he would look like sage aldous like he has that kind of wizard cap he has like a long pipe he walks with a staff he's he's magical and he's grumpy you know how gandalf is all grumpy yep anyway i really liked sage aldous then more recently with playing in the the dwarf stuff uh there there's some pretty cute little dwarf critters there's like a zorro lady she, she's she's a little dwarf, but she wears like a mask and all, uh, kind of like Zorro. Um, I don't know how to pronounce her name, but it looks like her name is is like Kato Pokurin. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Kato. you know, there's no like yeah. English translation for this name. Right. But anyway, so that that's like what her name shows up half the time. It's like sometimes the names are even different on here. But she's basically, she's a dwarf, but she's kind of like Zorro. She's got her mask. She's got her hat. She she looks like Zoro. Uh, I actually got the mask to go around my eyes. Yeah, that my character is wearing right now. It looks like her mask. It doesn't go with my outfit at all. <laughs> <laughs> I like masks and and face masks like that. Just over eyes. Like I've been wearing. I've worn multiples in in multiple games like that of just that. Like Dragon Quest of the Stars. Yeah, I do. I have a, a masquerade mask on. I love it. Is that what that mask is? It's a butterfly masquerade mask, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I knew it looked like just like a pink butter butterflies or something. Yeah. I wasn't sure. So the item's called masquerade mask? I think it's called butterfly mask, but... I don't have any masks, and I don't I don't generally like things that cover, like, my face. Like, in, in games like Dragon Quest X and, like, Final right. Fantasy fourteen, I always configure it so that my headpiece doesn't actually show up on my character. yeah. So I, I'm wearing this mask right now because it's new, but I doubt I will. It's kind of like the slime hat that you get at the beginning of Dragon Quest X. Yeah, yeah, the angel slime. Yeah, the angel slime. Yeah, thank you. Uh, it's I, I wore it for a little while, and then I configured it to not show up on my character's head because I just would rather them just have a normal head. <laughs> I, I get that. I like goofy stuff, so right now I'm wearing it. But Then there is a Viking, the little Viking guy. He's another dwarf. His name is like 
Dowston or like Dustin. I don't know. It shows up as different names when I've tried to translate it. Sometimes there's extra vowels in his name. <laughs> That's I, I know. I know Google Translate does that weird stuff to me too. But I, I'm going to call him Dustin. And he's got a cool little Viking hat with like a lizard on it. And it's, it's very similar to like the lizard like that the protagonist in uh, Dragon Quest Seven has. Mm, you know, it looks almost yeah, like yeah, a Gecko. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's on the cover art for Dragon Quest Eleven S too. There's a similar lizard like that. Which is like, what's up with those lizards, man? <laughs> That's, maybe it's just one of those things. Like, I'm trying to look over. I can't see my Dragon Quest Eleven. Uh, art right now is from where I'm sitting. So, yeah, uh, it's it's not on it's not on the cover for Dragon Quest Eleven. I thought you said Eleven. It's Eleven S. Well, yeah, I mean that's the one I'm looking at. Like yeah. I can't. But no, I'm saying that that's what's weird about it. Like the Toriyama drawing and stuff uh-huh. on the reversible PS4 Eleven. It doesn't have the tackle uh, up there in that yeah. corner, and it doesn't have a lizard on the wall. Or huh. Yeah, I'll have to look and see. Like, there's some extra... I knew the, the toggle wasn't there. I did not know about the lizard. Yeah, it's the, the image is clipped on the PS4 because it's not as long as the Switch, you know? Right. Um, but if I remember correctly, I can't remember what episode it was in, but in a previous episode, you and I Googled the full image yep. of that we to did. try to figure out if the lizard and the little fox critter down at their feet and, and the toggle and all that was actually oh, on yeah. it or if it had just been clipped for the PS4. And we discovered that they were new. That they were new. I do remember that with the thing at the bottom. You're yeah. right. And that also kind of makes us some kind of like next level nerds, I think. <laughs> yeah, it does. I think it does. Like on top of on top of having a Dragon Quest podcast, I think that uh, looking for the individual pieces of art between uh, the hand drawn arts, uh, it's a whole different level. Whole different level of Dragon Quest geekery. Yep, it is. Uh, so, so that's kind of where I've gotten to in Dragon Quest Ten. I've gotten the fourth emblem. I just made it over to the the little Puku village. Right. I did that. I got a little bit into it over the weekend and then uh, played it for a little while. It it reminds me of the, you know, the section of Disney World where like the Dumbo stuff is and the circus tent, like yeah. the Barnstormer ride is over there. Their town reminds me of that section of Disney World. <laughs> ah. Um, where it kind of, you know, they're the, really, yeah. they're the really short little race of people. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're green. And everybody kind of has on wacky hats. Like they have on like jester hats or like these like the big like uh, cat in the hat hats, mm-hmm. you know. And, and you thought I was gonna be one of these guys, right? I did because of the the because of how you usually choose characters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean my first wild character was a gnome, my first Final Fantasy fourteen character was a Lalafell, my first Final Fantasy eleven character was whatever Shantoto was, like the yep. little one from that one. Uh so I understand. I, I get where you're coming from. Although my final fa- although my Star Wars Galaxies one uh was a Wookiee, so Oh, hmm. I th- I thought you were a Chiss. Uh that's Star Wars: The Old Republic. Uh, Star Wars: Galaxies back in the day was. Oh, okay. Uh, Sorry, I didn't hear you say. I didn't. I mean, I guess I heard you say Galaxies, but in my mind, I was picturing Old Republic. So yeah, okay, I gotcha. So I guess that's true. But I mean, I mean, it's Star Wars. If you're not going to be a Wookiee right. or a Chiss, I mean, you know. <laughs> I mean, I, one of them was a Sith pure blood in the Old Republic too. And if I'd unlocked Jedi the original way, where I was like one holocron from doing it before they changed it, uh, I was going to have a Rodian. 
and they're they're the tiny ones. I wanted a little tiny Jedi. I was gonna make him the tiniest I could. So yeah, it's Wait, it's a thing. Rodians? Yeah, you could be Rodians in uh, Star Wars Galaxies. Rodians? Oh, Rodrigo. Okay, yeah, uh, Greedo. That's what I was thinking. They're not. They're tiny. You can make them tiny. Like oh, Star okay. Wars Galaxies, you could make them the tiniest of any of the uh, races. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought you were talking about, Greedo. But then I was second guessing myself because then I thought maybe you were talking about the. Uh, Ah, uh, what is he in Phantom Menace? You know, with the wings. Oh, uh, Toydarian, Watto, yeah, Toydarian, Toydarian, yep. All right. Anyway, <laughs> now we're just nerding out about some it's Star true. Wars. Uh, but yeah, so uh, I really thought you were gonna go with a Puku in in Dragon Quest Ten yeah. because they're they're tiny and goofy looking. And when you went with an ogre, I, I got to admit, I was kind of shocked that you went with an ogre. I'm actually not enjoying the ogre. That may be part of it. I've thought about starting over again, going through the tutorial and uh, doing one of the different ones because I'm not nearly as much of a fan of the ogre as I thought I was going to be because it's not nearly as much fun as running around as a Draenei in WoW. Okay, so I think you would really like the Puku because I watched I, I didn't I watched some of the opening videos that Nawaria posted for the other tribes. Yeah. Uh, just to see what they were like. I thought the Puku one was kind of funny and I think just knowing you, I feel like you would really like that one. Maybe watch the video to see if you would like it. Yeah. I'll look at the video to see about that one. That one sounds real much better than the dry dull well not dry, but the sterile grey dull ogre area. Yeah, I started to say you also you don't like deserts very much in video games. Yeah, I mean, and this is just a snow desert. And you're you're basically oh okay. Do you so you're in the snow in your village? Yeah, yeah, I'm in the snow part of my village. Oh, okay, cool. Because coming from a from not from an ogre storyline, yeah, it, it's all desert for the longest time. It's like railroads and desert. Uh, and then at the very end, you get into a little bit of a snow area. Yeah, you start in a snowy area as a as an ogre, and then I'm assuming you move out into the desert after the the initial whatever quest they are. The initial, not tutorial, but the introductory quest. Yeah. Okay, cool. I, I, I didn't watch the, the Ogre one. is one of the ones I didn't watch, mostly because you were playing it, and I was like, ah, oh, BJ will just tell me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's... Uh, so that's interesting because, you know, from my perspective, it's like the ice was kind of like the finale part of okay. the Ogre City, and so it was all just this, like, barren desert for the most part. Okay. And sometimes I like those areas, but I don't, I might like it there. I don't know. Yeah, I also think you might like the dwarfs, uh, the dwarf stuff. Right. Honestly, you'd probably like the fairies too. You know, there's woods, there's deer, there's a deer army. The deer army does sound really cool. Just based on the openings that I've watched, though, like the Puku seem right up your alley because they're they're little, they're goofy, and their outfits are pretty gaudy. And you know how you love gaudy it's outfits. True, I do love gaudy outfits. <laughs> so, I, I, yeah, I, I think you should start. A new character. Make them be a, a gaudy puku. Gaudy I puku. May, I may try that. I may try hashtag gaudy puku. <laughs> uh, and I haven't but I haven't gotten the key emblem uh, from the puku village yet. But that's about where I'm at with Dragon Quest uh, ten right now. Um, so so yeah, so that's that's me on Dragon Quest ten. That's BJ on Dragon Quest of the Stars. Part of the reason, I, I didn't even mention this earlier when you were talking about Dragon Quest of the Stars. Yeah. Uh, one of the me- reasons I haven't tried the new content is I don't have space on my phone for it. Yeah, uh, you, you have such trouble keeping everything uh, managed on your phone. I have trouble managing it, but it's like, okay, I have like, it's like a 16 gig phone, I think. Right. So it's not very much space. 
And Dragon Quest of the Stars, I have like three gigs from just Dragon Quest of the Stars right now, and now they're wanting to install like another gig of data onto onto my mm-hmm. phone just for this one game. And I'm just like, guys, come on! I got, <laughs> I have like, you know, I mean, I back up my phone, my videos, and like photos and stuff to Google Photos. Yeah, but still, it's just like I have the basic necessity apps on my phone at this point. Other, I mean, I have Twitter and Discord on my phone, but like the rest are like banking apps and things like that. So I'm like, I gotta have this stuff on my phone, right? So yeah, so I haven't even even tried to download it because the, the file is way too big for my phone, and to get that kind of space, I don't know what I'm gonna have to do. Like, I'm just I'm just gonna have to burn my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. I hope that's that's not the, that's not what you do. It will it won't it won't help me get Dragon Quest of the Stars. It'll make me feel better. I'll just, I'll just catch it on fire. Eh, that's that's okay. <laughs> Which I, I think is a good place to end today's episode. I think so. Me threatening to catch my phone on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And with that, you'll never be able to contact Austin on Twitter ever again. <laughs> uh, so remember if you uh, Want to listen to those episodes? You can head on over to patreon.com slash dragonquestfm and hear some of those daily quarantine cast minisodes. Uh, if you want to talk to us directly, you can find us on Twitter at dragonquestfm. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash dragonquestfm. If you want to talk to me directly, you can, for now at least, until I set my phone on fire, uh, That it, my Twitter handle is at dragonquestfm. And I have a weekly Dragon Quest blog where I'm talking about Dragon Quest X a whole, whole lot right now, each and every week. And you can find that at DragonQuestAustin.com. And I'm on Twitter as at Austin Poster. That is, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. at <laughs> Professor Beach. Change your name to Austin Poster. <laughs> I will not. Uh, I am at Professor Beach on Twitter. Uh, I also co-host the geek to geek podcast, which you can find at Geek2GeekMedia.com. And if you go there, you can find our Discord and Slack servers, as well as all of the original content that we create just for you. So head over to Geek2GeekMedia.com and be our friend thanks for listening everybody and we'll see you next week all right bye everybody